Welcome to C-Suite Radio. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley! It's anger! Let me at him! Fear! Safety checklist is complete! Disgust! Ew! Ew! Ugh. Sadness is in the house! Oh no! Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Welcome to the Open Mic Podcast with your host, Brett Allen. Join us each week as Brett interviews extraordinary and amazing people. At the Open Mic, no topic is off limits, and you never know who will drop by. Now, here is your host, Brett Allen. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Open Mic Podcast. Brett Allen coming at you live Super excited to be here. Lindsay Myers is on the line. She is an LA-based travel and lifestyle on-air expert, and she has pretty much been on every television show, entertainment reporting show that you can think of, and she is going to talk to us about travel and some things that we can do right now, especially during lockdown and just keeping ourselves sane. We also talk about, you know, are we going to be able to travel again, those types of things, and we answer some viewer or listener questions. I say viewer, <laughs> listener questions as well. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. Lindsay Myers, welcome into the Open Mic Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I am super excited to chat with you. Of course, as we mentioned in the intro, Lindsay, uh, you know, is an LA-based travel and lifestyle expert, all things travel, travel on a budget. But unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, we're all stuck at home. Yes, so we are. <laughs> how are you finding yourself filling your time? What's going on with you? Do you have any Netflix binges? What, what's, the, what's the scoop? Well, I feel like, you know, I mean, obviously there's one of those weird few days where it kind of like everything reality, I think, set in. And we were like, wow, this is really happening. It's very serious. Um, I am forced to be still, basically, the first time in a very long time. Um, but when that happened, I was kind of like, you know, my job is on the road and I do travel all the time and creating content and writing and I had to reassess kind of what my daily life was um, and kind of where I could channel every, all my energy now. Um, and so, I mean, as we do, we adjust and adapt and um, I did that. And now, I mean, you know, in some sort of a routine, I'm trying to keep myself productive and motivated and all that. Um, but you know, what I've really been focusing on, which I'm also like trying to spread the word to everyone is how amazing um, technology is and how it's allowing us to kind of, whether it's further education for free or, you know, learn a skill, uh, instruments, language, um, and socially keeping connected, which is the most important thing ever. Um, and then of course, binge watching. I mean, already finished Tiger King, already finished Ozark, <laughs> I've been busy. <laughs> I know. I've knocked those two out. I, I did uh, Ozark first because I've been waiting for that forever. And uh, I have a oh. friend who's a PA on the show. And so she's been messaging me back and forth about things that she's able to talk about. And apparently they decided to just release it a little bit early. And I'm so glad that they did. But now I'm, I'm bummed because who knows how long it's going to be before we get another season. 
I uh, know. That's the hard thing with binging, isn't it? It's like you just you you have the ability to not turn it off. You just keep watching an episode, and then yeah. it's over, and it's like this sad feeling that is like nothing left to watch. <laughs> I know, but on the flip side of that, you know, I have a five-year-old, and of course, everything now is coming to to Disney Plus early mm-hmm. and streaming. So now all these movies that he wants to see, we can see, which is cool. And it's it's interesting that you mentioned about technology and all of this that has obviously always been around. But I feel like now we're almost in like a golden age of technology and social media now because I feel like it's getting more attention now than ever. Would you say that to be true? Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm learning so much I thought I kind of was on new, was up to date with things, but I was not. I felt, I found out because it's just the things that we have the ability to do or that it's out there. Um, I've been blown away since I've been, you know, at home and, and kind of had the time to really dig into it. I mean, it's unbelievable what we can do, which I think is amazing. I mean, we have to appreciate it for sure. I mean, it's a weird time, but it is what it is also, but um, but no, and with the kids stuff too, the kids stuff is amazing. What is out there for children? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's spectacular and kids now doing online schooling. And one of the things that we have adopted is ABC mouse. We invested mm-hmm. in that and that has just been absolutely the best investment that my son's mom and I could have ever made and continuing the learning from home which is great. So I have some questions that I want Mm -hmm. to ask just off the top. I put out some feelers to some of our listeners. And these are some of the questions that I've gotten about travel. And then we'll talk about some other things. But the first question that I wanted to ask is, it seems now that the airlines are just dropping prices on tickets and places to travel. Is it wise to take advantage of that now and purchase those tickets for as little as like $29, it seems, maybe to travel somewhere domestic or to Hawaii or whatever. I mean, they are so dirt cheap right now. I mean, obviously, they're begging people to fly, obviously, hopefully safely. But I mean, even international, they're so cheap. I mean, obviously, we can't right now. But what a lot of the airlines have done is, is they've extended this policy until the new year. So until December 31st, 2020, you have the ability to shift or change your flight up until then. So if I bought one now for June, for instance, and this is still going on and I can't leave the country or it's not safe, I can shift it to July, then to August, or there's no exchange fees. There's no, um, there's no penalty whatsoever. You might have to change if the flight has a little bit of a price difference, um, but you're still getting a huge advantage if you do happen to, you know, to do that because you're, the price is so low in the first place. Um, I was looking for August because Hopefully we'll be okay by August, but who knows? You know, we don't know. Um, but New York to Paris is $90. It's just unheard of. Um, I know United's doing it. Delta's doing it. Um, a lot of the airlines, because it's like for them, they just want, you know, they want to fill some seats knowing at some point this year that they're going to have passengers. Um, so like if you even just want to have book something to look forward to, even if you have to keep shifting it up, up into the fall, um, I mean, sometimes it is a good deal. I mean, I think if you are going to fly domestically, if you have to, super cautious. Um, I had to about two weeks ago, right when they were closing um, California down, and I came to South Carolina, where I'm from, Um, and they were really great. I mean, I flew Delta. We had everyone had their own row. You know, everything was sprayed down. We they gave us wipes. I mean, everyone's wearing gloves. Like I felt secure with it. 
then I was cautious once I got South Carolina and I quarantined. So I just think it's a little bit of a gray area to fly necessarily right now, but I think that we can um, look towards the summer maybe and take advantage of some of the prices. And if you have to shift it, you have to shift it, but there'll be no fee. Well, as a caveat to that, I know one of the things that you're really good at and you help people with is traveling on a budget and planning these types of exotic sorts of vacations. So maybe now is the time to <laughs> plan a trip to Paris or to England. Uh, would you say that honestly would be a good idea maybe just to kind of start thinking about that booking hotels? I know we're not 100% and I'm not holding you to the fire on this, but I'm just kind of curious, you know, your thoughts on that as well. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to someone yesterday and they love Japan and we were talking about booking a trip to Japan. And I mean, the Olympics aren't happening right now, you know? So it's like, you're talking about a massive loss for this country and the hotels are going to be begging for people to stay. Um, the flights are super cheap because it's like, they just want any and every tourism, like however they can get it. Um, and so, I mean, I think that you can start planning. Um, I think that, you know, I think, you know, Italy said a plateau. We're still going to have a huge rise. We're just beginning in America. Um, but I, so it's obviously not safe at the moment, but I think that there's nothing wrong with starting to plan because that is also how you can get a lot of budget stuff. So if you plan a little bit in advance, um, and it's like, you know, the countries are going to need, all the countries are going to need our support and tourism when this is actually on the other side, you know, obviously United States as well. We need to support small businesses and local, but, um, across the board, I mean, international is just going to hit everyone. So it's like the prices will be massively, you know, cheaper. And I think we need to also just get people to have, um, in the end, it's going to, we're going to have to give people confidence again to feel secure and safe to travel again. It's going to take a little bit, but people are taking precautions. No one wants to go down this road again, you know? And so I think that there's nothing wrong with planning and also just like having little dream boards or inspirational things. We all need something to get us through the day right now too. So. Yes, I would agree. And that, actually leads me to the second question. Do you think that we will get to a place eventually where not only is it safe, but well, first of all, let me back that up a little bit. So if we do get to a place that's safe where we can travel, do you think that people will want to right away? Or do you think there will just be a little bit of hesitation or will there just be like this complete surge where now everybody wants to go everywhere? I think it's going to be a very divided thing because it's just like what we experienced just recently with spring break. <laughs> um, there is still, uh, um, it's a big difference in generations too. It's like they're still, they're young and there still grew huge groups of people, whether it's college or high school or anything like that, we're still, you know, they're like, it's not going to happen to me and I'm still going to go on this trip. I have saved all this money and it's going to happen. Um, I think there is going to be a, still a lot of people, whether it's in their twenties, um, that are going to be like, Hey, you know, I'm young, I can fight it. I will, you know, I will still travel. And then I think even when we're in the clear, and I think that there's going to be people that do have responsibilities, they have families, they might be a little bit older, they're going to be a lot more cautious. I think it's going to take a little while for people to feel secure and okay with getting back out there and exposing themselves, you know, and I think it is, um, it's going to take a little bit. I think it's going to have to start at home. I think it's going to, have to start with encouraging people just to even take road trips and travel locally and then we'll get there but it's going to take a while I think. Yeah and I noticed that too I know Florida was struggling for a long time where at one point they were like we're keeping things open let's just do it who cares yeah. and then like within a couple hours 
we're shutting everything down. If you don't leave the beach, uh, you're going to jail, which I thought was kind of funny. I'm sure that there were some phone calls made immediately after that press conference. And uh, oh yeah, not such a good idea. Well, I appreciate that. And, and I also noticed here too in the Bay Area that a lot of people just all of a sudden started surging the parks and the beaches because those weren't necessarily put on restriction, but it was just assumed, right, that people would follow the rules. And uh, now all of that is closed as well. So if we're stuck at home and we're not really able to go anywhere as of right now, what are maybe some ideas or suggestions that people can do to get that fix uh, to, you know, maybe feel like that they're not on prison lockdown (laughs) and, and all we get is yard time throughout the day? Yeah, no. And it's like going back to when you were saying, like, what can people do travel wise? Should they start planning and stuff? I mean, the virtual tours that we can do online are so amazing. I mean, you can, I am new to Google arts and cultures. I never knew that this was actually a source. Um, and it's fantastic. They actually work with, it's like over 2,500 arts and galleries, um, as well as landmarks, everything like that. You just type in anything you possibly want to check out, um, national parks, Taj Mahal, you name it. And it actually shows you virtual tours. You can kind of walk the grounds, you can zoom in, you can go through the hallways of the museums. Um, and it's such a great way too. there's education there for children, education for us. Um, you can learn about different places and you can also do like a little bit of a research for yourself. It's like, where am I going to go next? Where, let me dream this up first. Let me take these virtual tours first. Um, that kind of helps you too, to like hone in on what, um, where, where you want to go and what you want to do next. And it's, it's a good time to have this like fantasy virtual reality, I think in right now, um, as well. And it's just, I mean, I've had so much fun with it and, um, my nieces are doing a lot of it. They're five and six. And we do like virtual little chat things all the time. And, you know, we, we get into San Diego Zoo and, you know, you have the ability to kind of, you know, click on the tigers and you can actually watch the tigers in their habitat and watch them feed and play. And you can go from animal to animal. They have so much fun with it. Um, we do like a little educational game. Um, and I mean, with the children too, I mean, the virtual tours of the Monterey Aquarium are really cool. Um, and any and in the virtual tours are like one sector, but like the whole other stuff of like educational stuff. I mean, I've been taking kind of photography and uh, photo editing classes online. Um, the, the greatest thing I think that a lot of companies have done is know that there is a captive audience right now, and we are stuck at home, and we want something to do, and hopefully something to better ourselves a little bit. And they're offering majority of it for free, if not a free trial for like a month, 14 days. Um, I've been doing Skillshare and that one's really, really cool. And they have 14 days for free right now. So it's like stuff like that. It's like, you know, you can do educational classes and everything like that. It's, you know, I pick at least one thing that I'm going to focus on for the day. And it gives me kind of um, like a goal and also just, I feel good. I feel good. I, you know, separate from my like average work stuff, you know, it's something that I wouldn't have time for. I think we always say we know we don't have time for these things. Um, so I've had a lot of fun with it, but it's, it's all about, um, I think utilizing our time in a different way and kind of being creative with it. We're all on the same playing field at this point, you know, like literally just 
stuck. So I think it's important to keep that positive mindset. And if possible, and if it's safe, go out and get some sunshine. Like even sitting in your backyard for 10 or 15 minutes, I think is probably a good idea. Correct. As far as that goes and just getting some vitamin D. Yeah, I think people, social distancing is very serious, but I think people took it, especially at the beginning, um, or even now, you know, so serious that they think they can't go outside. It's, you know, don't be in groups, you know, be smart about your errands that you need to do. Obviously, it needs to be essential, but definitely go for a walk, definitely play in the backyard. I mean, that we need that sunshine, we need that you need to step away, you have to get outside. I mean, it is, it's like therapeutic in itself. Um, just go for a walk, ride your bike. You can still do all of those things. That's the only way you're going to stay sane sometimes. Yes. Like for me in the afternoons, because I'm working from home and outside of doing interviews, is just sitting outside in a chair for like 20 minutes and just soaking in the sunshine and just getting that recharge. Because I feel like if I don't, I will just go insane. And uh, I've been doing those virtual tours as well. Of course, we used to go to the Monterey Bay Aquarium all the time. And now Mm. we can go online and we can check it out. So I want to pivot a little bit because most of our listeners will obviously know you from Bravo TV, Brad Brad World, (laughs) and Entertainment Tonight, all of those types of shows. But if there's somebody listening and they are interested in doing what you're doing or even have an inkling of something like that in entertainment, What would be some advice that you would give to them to maybe start taking steps in those directions? Yeah. So I, um, you know, it just, none of it happens overnight, obviously. Um, I don't ever want to have people feel like that. It's just like an instant thing. Um, It took me a while, but it, it was something that, um, I mean, travel is at my core and it happened after I backpacked around the world when I was out of college and it just changed my, it shifted my whole everything, my whole I just knew that I needed to do that in some way, shape, or form. No idea how it was going to happen, but it was always there. So it was like always part of my mission. I've done, you know, multiple kind of career path changes. Um, But I knew that I really wanted to show the world that there is no, you can still achieve all these things you want in life without having to be a millionaire or a celebrity or an influencer. You can still achieve these all in your own way. Um, so I just started hustling in my own way. I started just, I started my website way before anything was actually happening. Um, we all have a, we all can use platforms, whether it is social media or a blog, you know, start writing, start, you know, you have a voice, so get yourself out there. Um, you know, and, and you have influence. Everyone does, you know, you have, if you, you can be a photographer just on your iPhone, you know, start documenting start a YouTube channel, however you want to get your message out there. Um, You don't have to be on screen, but it is something to, um, you know, people want to listen. And I think also this is the perfect time. You, like I said before, you have a captivated audience. You have people wanting new stuff, new material, um, fresh take on different things. So it's whatever your goal, your angle is in life. doesn't have to be budget travel lifestyle like me. It could just, you know, whatever it is, you know, really own that and focus on that. I think that once you have a clear vision and view, um, a lot of everything else just kind of falls into place and makes sense. So just start putting out material, start putting out material, put content. Um, And then it's building blocks. And it's just like, 
meeting and introducing yourself to anyone. I cold message people all the time. It's all about connecting. Don't be intimidated. Worst thing they're going to say is, you know, maybe it's not a good fit or next time, but it's like people are really gracious about it too. In the end of the day, they understand people have to start from somewhere. So don't be scared. Start hustling yourself and pitching yourself for whatever you want to do. Yes. And especially now in the next month or so, literally everybody's in home. So we were talking off tape a little bit, even some folks that I've wanted to get that have either been a no or not right now are now responding and saying, let's do it. I have free time and all my podcasting friends and even Kelly, your publicist, she's mm-hmm. like, strike while the iron's hot, dude, because now is the time <laughs> to get to a place where you can really get on some other people's radars that might have said no before. And of course, again, I, I, I always joke about this with everybody that I talk to, but you're like an overnight success that took 15 to 20 years <laughs> to get where you are. And it has not always been easy, I can't imagine, right? Oh, no. I mean, you have to put in, you have to put in your due diligence. You have to take every freebie you could ever do. I mean, you know, it's, it's still, it's still an ongoing process, you know, but it's, it, what, you know, what will start paying off is just, you know, the traction and, you know, that you're, you know, it's, it's all about just creating and don't hold back. I mean, you literally have nothing to lose. I mean, what is the worst? I always say, what is the worst that could happen? Someone just says no. Okay, move on. You know, if someone will say yes, someone will 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 grasp onto whatever you're whatever you're about, and it and it will you know it will happen in one shape or form. I think just be open to the possibilities, though. Start a podcast. That's a great way to talk to people. Podcasts I mean, are huge. It's crazy, and we have just really only scratched the surface with this you know and i've built great relationships with people over the last couple of years uh talking to people and connecting with folks so let's talk about the idea of mentorship and reaching out to folks what are the best ways to do that is it through email is it through dms on instagram like what would be your preference if somebody were to contact you what would that be and how do you prefer to be contacted? Just not everybody listening, bombard her with requests, (laughs) but you get what I'm saying. Like how, what is like, what works best for you and maybe the best practice for other people? No, of course. I probably get the most from Instagram direct message. Um, I think it's also just because uh, so much of the brand I have is on um, Instagram and so much is just social media based. Um, But also just emails. I mean, everyone, you can find anyone's email you know, and also too, if they have a website, you can find anyone's email. And it's like, I, I also get emails all the time. I mean, it's also depends on if it's a product or what kind of brand it is or an experience or a trip or anything like that. Um, the more business minded people will always email. Um, but for me, I'm never, I never take a minute being like, I wish they emailed me rather than direct message. Like for me, it's, it's a contact. And I also love that they had, you know, that they took the, like a minute and had that courage to do that. Like, I think it's amazing. Um, cause I mean, why not? You know? And I think that, um, if I can't help or if it's not necessarily something that could work out, I try my best to help them and guide them or introduce them to somebody else. Because again, we all have to help each other out. I mean, and it's, 
like your podcast. I absolutely love podcasts and your podcast is great. You're a storyteller, you know, and I think that everyone is a storyteller in their own way, whether it's through photographs or writing or anything. I mean, publicists, I mean, they're all telling their own story in different versions and you just have to find out what your story is. Yeah, I appreciate your honesty. And I think that is very true, even not just now, but this is a great time to start. Find out what sticks, throw it against the wall and see what sticks. Maybe you're great on Instagram or like yourself, Lindsay, that is a travel, uh, entertainment, that sort of thing. Just find what your niche is. I mean, I don't think as much as the market might seem saturated, there's always room for somebody else to come along and to just try and make it work. You might not have connections with the publicist or whatever, but you might someday, depending on how you go about your business, if you handle things professionally and mm-hmm. are business-minded, like you said. And, and uh, I think that's what makes all of this fun because I'm able to talk to you and to other amazing people that I might not normally have a conversation with outside of normal everyday life that you see on television or or anything like that. So the last thing I want to cover. So when we're done with all this, what's next for you? Where are you going? Do you have any exotic trips planned or anything crazy? Obviously your TV schedule will probably pick up again. I don't know how much you're doing remote these days or, or how that's working for you, but what's next? Yeah, I mean, these days I'm doing a lot of Skype and Zoom and, I mean, you name any video chat that's happening. Um, and, I mean, so many of the TV productions, they're, they're doing it from their living rooms. So we're all sitting on our couch kind of, you know, um, tuning in, and I'm also doing interviews on my couch. But, um, but when this all kind of comes back, I, I had this idea before this crisis even happened, but um, so much of my travel has been international. And I really, really wanted to bring it. I haven't seen a lot of America and I really wanted to bring it back home. And so this summer I was, hopefully it's still going to happen, but I'm starting a, yeah, fingers crossed. It's starting a um, cross country road trip, which I'm featuring um, kind of local off the beaten path towns and events and doing pop-up events with locals. And the whole idea is to, to show you that you don't necessarily have to get on, you know, a plane to Asia. Um, you know, you can take a two-hour road trip and have such an amazing experience of, wow, you can go to wine country. You don't have to go to Tuscany. I mean, you can still create all of the experiences in your own backyard, you know, and I started in California right before all this is going on, and I was getting such great feedback because I was showing, I was based out of LA, but I was showing you how you could surf and ski in the same day. You know, it's like you can wake up and go surfing in Venice Beach, and in two hours, we're in Big Bear sitting in the snow. It's just how amazing so much of what we have around us is and not enough people take advantage of it. Just get in your car and go. That's like, that's where adventure starts and travel starts. So I'm going to start showing that to everyone and hopefully encouraging and people to get out there for themselves. Well, we are all eager and ready to travel. I know I had meetings yeah. planned for in-person interviews and those have all stopped. And so we're, we're trying to make them work through Skype and through Zoom and every other company. And if you've not invested in Zoom stock yet, now's the time to do it. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> or, you know, whatever. I don't know, Skype. Uh, now's the time because uh, the money's hot. So one last question I have to ask, because I've been asking everybody this, 
off the record, on the record, what did you think of Tiger King? Like, what was your opinion of it? Uh, <laughs> oh, it was like, it, it's like a, it's like a wreck that you can't look away. You know what I mean? It was like this thing where I was like, this is weird. What is happening? Then I was like, I have to see what happens. What is next? And then you get so invested in the characters that I'm like, Carol, Argh! like, it was so insane. But I, I mean, it, it was like a guilty pleasure. Like, I... I tell everyone to watch it. (laughs) It was also the entertainment I think we all need. You know, it's like I mindless entertainment. Like it was ridiculous and all over the place, but that's what I needed to escape. I, you have to get outside your head a lot of times and just it's all happening around us and it is heavy. So it's like, it it was nice just to kind of, you know, tone out and, and watch this insane production for however many episodes. And you know there's going to be a season two because they kind of left it open-ended. There has to be. Like, we need to know if Exotic Joe is going to, or Joe Exotic, I mean, Carol Baskins, the whole thing. And if you haven't seen this, like, you have to watch it because every single guest that I've interviewed in the last week, that's the first thing they talk about is Tiger King, Ozark, I just started watching Breaking Bad again. And so, yes, I have lots of time on my hands. Well, if people want to connect with you or learn more about you or maybe ask you some tips and tricks on travel, how can they contact you? Yeah, you can um, reach out. I'd love to meet you. Message me. Hey, let's be friends. Um, it's getlostwithlindsay.com is a website and also the same on all social media platforms. I try to make it easy. So get lost with Lindsay. Well, Lindsay, thank you for taking time out of your day and joining us here on the Open Mic Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This was a great time. Thanks for choosing to join in to this week's episode. Be sure to follow the show on social media, Brett's Open Mic on all platforms, and to subscribe to the show on your player of choice, which is absolutely free. Finally, please consider sharing this episode with a friend. Every little bit helps. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.